Hello, everyone. It's Richard Beatty, Crawford Media in Denver. Today, I have on the phone Glenn Damon of Village Missions, which reaches out to rural churches in America, including Colorado. Glenn, welcome to Crawford Media in Denver. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be be here today. Yes. Uh, for uh, for a countrified outreach, I am so impressed about the scope of the mission of Village Missions and the outreach. Uh, tell our listeners a brief history of Village Missions and how it's grown to serve the needs of communities in North America. Well, uh, kind of the, the history of Village Missions is a little bit of my own personal history. Um, it originally started with Stonecroft Ministries. Uh, there was a, there was a uh, lady that started a ministry reaching out to, to women across the country, and then as part of that, she recruited then uh, single gals to go out into rural areas to start Sunday schools. And in the process, they started these Sunday schools and got a church going, but they had no pastor. So her brother then developed village missions to provide these pastors. And, and my mother was one of the original missionaries that started Sunday schools, and she came out oh. in our little area. Started a Sunday school, met my dad, got married, and uh, became a BM church, and that's where I grew up. So wow. Kind of a combination there. Yeah, though that that's great. And uh, that was back in 1948, is that correct? Yes. And so uh, I think the church that I grew up in started about 1950-ish or 55, just a few years after the original start of Yes! Wow. Ministry. So, wow, that's great. So that's how it that's how it got started. Uh, that's uh, that's that's a great uh, it's a great story, and uh, and to see it uh, to to where it is uh, today, and how organized uh, it is. So so you've always this has always been a part of your life. Yeah, it's it's always been a part of my life. The I've pastored churches that are not village missions, but yeah. uh, I've been involved with village missions through a family connection and then through being a part on their, their board. But Village Missions now serves about 170 churches across the U.S. Wow. And then another about another 40 up in uh, Canada in the sister organization that was started up there, Village Missions Canada. So uh, their target is rural churches, rural communities that are about to die. And yeah. so they come in, provide leadership, and try to and revitalize that in those communities that don't have another gospel preaching church. So hmm. that's been their ministry for the last 70 some years. Who are you specifically calling with the opportunity to serve uh, these churches? We really are looking for people that have a passion for rural people, for rural ministry, a passion to build relationships and really want to to go in, they're not concerned about moving up the ecclesiastical ladder, right? But they they really have a hunger to reach the lost in rural areas. And it's uh, it's pretty much non denominational, is it, or uh, is there a denomination uh, associated with uh, village missions? No, there's it's non denominational, and the focus of village missions is always you know major on the majors, uh, keep the focus on the eternal truths that are across denominational boards, but from right. the core of, of the identity of, of 
the Christian faith. And so, you know, there is some little more variety, if you would, yeah. uh, of backgrounds and theological perspectives, but always solid in the core, and that's what we focus upon. Well, that's what you want. Then uh, then qualifications of people who uh, would like to, to pastor, uh, what, are, what are you looking for there? Uh, we're looking typically for someone that has uh, a Bible school degree. There's um, you know someone that's got some training. We do have in the mission our own training program that's uh, kind of a year or two-year Bible intensive. Wow. But uh, someone that's got uh, a solid theological training, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly as well as seminary grad, but typically a lot of our guys come from Bible colleges and even rural, kind of rural-oriented schools Yes, where they get that passion for rural ministry. Um, how long does a pastor agree to take on uh, an assignment? It's uh, pretty much open. Uh, when we ask people to join the mission, we want a, a really a long-term commitment to the ministry. As far as them getting assigned to a church, uh, they're there at the invitation of the church, and uh, they're there as long as both the the pastor and the church are working well together. Okay. Uh, So, you know, used to be back in the the 60s and 70s, kind of the the philosophy was, you know, every five years you rotate. Right. And now it's changed to where, you know, a lot of the guys are there for— 15, 20 years. In, in wow. The field. Yeah, that's great. Um, in, in Colorado here, uh, there, are, there are needs that are different from other states, and, and it may be different than other states. It may be different uh, in, in, uh, in, in just the, the way demographics have, have changed uh, because a lot of rural areas are either dying out. Uh, we have uh, communities like, uh, like Brighton, which, uh, we, uh, which is on the outskirts of Denver, uh, and uh, Brighton uh, was a farm uh, community uh, where cuners uh, and a couple of other uh, types of uh, of, of uh, big farming organizations, you know, they they grow and they have farms uh, and then process vegetables uh, in in those towns. But those towns are getting to be more and more suburban uh, and some and their and their neighboring urban uh, areas too so they're they have a whole different uh, demographic now uh, do you are, are are you being called in 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 those directions too where where they really do need churches in in those areas and they have some churches that are are uh, you know they're about to go under uh, we know one uh, that has uh, that's down to 40 people uh, right in the middle of uh, of a place that you know uh, back back in the day when they were first uh, evangelizing a, a lot of these areas uh, they they had these small churches uh, and they were on wheels uh, and now they're kind of in the middle of residential areas now and uh, and but they're but they're they are dying out they don't have a lot of life to them uh, so um, is that part of the is that getting part of village missions or is it is it totally foreign now it, to yeah it, it can be some of our churches you know, that we've been serving for a long term, they're in those kind of communities. Yeah. And so they're still part of village missions. But typically when we go into a new field, we're looking for uh, places 
that don't have any gospel preaching church in that community. Right. And uh, and that church then that that's there, if it were to to cease to exist, there that would be the end of that gospel witness. And so mm. those are kind of the areas that we target. Yes. Um, it sometimes it kind of depends upon the proximity to an urban area. Because uh, sometimes you can have an urban county, for example, with some very rural communities on yes. the outline. Of right. It. And uh, so, uh, you know, it's kind of a case by case. Uh, but we are looking for those churches that do that. They they are struggling and they can't afford a full time pastor. And so, what the mission does is it provides salaries for those pastors so that they can work full time, even though the, the church can't afford them on a full time basis. Yeah, and then for the listener who's inspired by Village Mission Story and is feeling that tug. Uh, what are the some of the steps that they need to uh, to pursue that, and how do they get in contact with you? Well, the, the first thing would be would be to contact the mission, either uh, go online uh, to their website or to then call them directly, and and so it just kind of starts a conversation that would involve then uh, a visit with a DR, just a grip would come out and meet with them just to kind of assess their their calling, their giftedness, and uh, whether they would be a good fit with the mission. Yeah. And, then, and then if they've gone through that process and kind of the application process, and it's uh, really kind of a, a rigorous vetting process because we want to get the right people. Yes. Then we have a, a week-long what we call candidate school where we come in and, and really try to equip them with the skills to be effective out there and to further kind of assess whether they will work within the rural context. And so it's, it's kind of a process, but uh, we find that that's the best way to really get the quality people out there that will really fit into that community and have an impact. You get to know those people and they get to know who, what, uh, what the mission really is about. And, uh, and they really learn to really love, uh, people in rural areas and in that way too. Uh, and that's what we, that's what we hope, uh, in the, in the inner city, uh, in suburbia. And we hope it for rural areas as well, because, uh, that's, that's where we're supposed to go, isn't it? Yes, it is. And, and uh, the gospel is meant to go to every place. So, yes. Uh, you know, I think that sometimes we overlook the fact that the rural communities are now becoming the new inner city in terms of the, the economics, the internal struggles, uh, yes. the poverty rates, the drug addiction. Uh, all these things that we would characterize as inner city issues are also becoming rural issues as well. Yes, very well said. And uh, that is, uh, we, we're hearing it across the board. And uh, we uh, who are in in radio and media, uh, we see it uh, all the time. And a lot of times I think that in this culture that we uh, kind of, look the other way sometimes. And, uh, it's, it's great to know that a, a mission like yours is, is looking at that and seeing that that's where we really need to go to love people. 
Glenn Damon, Village Missions, thank you for all you do and uh, for being on today. I'm Richard Beatty, Crawford Media in Denver. And uh, boy, we'd love to have you back uh, again and again, just because I think uh, I th- I think this is really going to ring a bell for people. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. We, we cover the front range uh, on our on our shows. Uh, and uh, one thing I will say is that uh, we we tend to look towards uh, getting people who are involved in ministry and the front range runs the gamut, uh, just like any other, uh, just any other metro area does. Uh, and you hit those rural areas uh, in a very short time uh, in your travels. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I think when we think about rural ministry in, in the context of it is the, the importance and the necessity of the presence of the church uh, in every community, uh, whether urban or rural. but. Uh, you know, I like I like the story that I grew up in our church, and there was a, a, a teenager who was kind of a, a social, a little bit of a social misfit, didn't fit well, uh, but he started coming to that little church, and he mm. his parents didn't bring him, he couldn't drive, uh, but he started coming, and he found a, a youth group that accepted him and really embraced him, and the church embraced him. And, uh, you know, he, he didn't have an opportunity to go to any other church because he had to walk. And that was the only place he could go. And in the process, he eventually uh, accepted Christ. He, he worked with my brothers. Hmm. Uh, they kind of helped him along. Uh, the church kind of helped him along. And uh, eventually, he graduated from high school and, and became a welder. And his mother and sister are now going to the church. Well, that would never have happened if he had to go 30 miles down the road to a church. Right. Um, you know, and that's, I think, the importance of the, the presence of the church. If we're going to reach people with the gospel, we have to be in within the context of where they're at. Yes, I, I, I agree. What a great story. Uh, VillageMissions.org. Uh, good. I want to make sure people uh, do get that and get on their website. It is very, uh, very informative. It, it, it really goes deep. I, I really uh, have to compliment you on that, uh, uh, Glenn. That's, uh, that's a great thing. It's, it looks like a great organization. Yeah, and, and I think that the real value of Village missions, and uh, and I've always said this, even when I was not connected with village missions, is the strength of village missions is not only do they provide pastors in these small communities, but then they, they provide support for the pastors in those communities. Uh, we have district representatives that go uh, twice a year uh, and visit them in the church, visit with the church, make sure things are going well. So if they have problems, uh, if they have struggles, they have someone that they know that they can go to to get encouragement and strength and advice and counsel. And then we, we have uh, annual conferences for them that is mm-hmm. paid for. They just come. They can come uh, just to get refreshed. And so we really not only try to send pastors out there, but we really work hard to be a support to them because they're out on the front lines. 
And, and that's so important. It is important. And, you know, I, I noticed one other thing, too, that um, and we have a lot of listeners that are are getting up in years, but have uh, have served the Lord in, uh, in other capacities and maybe have been senior pastors someplace else or music pastors in, uh, in, in places. Uh, and you do offer some opportunities uh, for that kind of mentoring as well, don't you? Well, it's, it's several ways that we do that. Um, one is a lot of the guys who do come to Village Missions are you know, the, the urban church kind of has this idea, well, you know, you're, asked, you're past 40, you're done. And, and yes. you say, no, you just started. Come. And, but then the other thing we have, even for those who are retired, we have what to call the ambassador program. So when a church doesn't have a pastor and there's not a missionary yet, uh, we can send out these retired guys to go out and they can, they can serve in that and just be the, the, Intern, interim pastor mm-hmm. for as long as they want, but then just to encourage the church and, uh, you know, we, we don't have a retirement age, you know, our, our attitude is keep going until the Lord calls you to retire. Right. And, and, uh, yeah, so no, that, we, we really use them. That's great. Um, I, I do uh, know, and in, in Denver, and we've had them on a couple of times. Or uh, this, uh, the House Church Network uh, people too, uh, and uh, that's uh, that's that's a big uh, uh, inner city type of thing, and it's kind of an answer to those people that don't feel comfortable going to a mega church. And uh, so, uh, so I know the House Church method um, uh, method is is very similar to what you guys are doing too and so uh, but that's that's more in in the inner city um do you have some house churches that are that are part of this uh not really house churches normally what when we go into a uh a town uh usually the church is already there they have a church building yeah. uh, most of the time they have a, a parsonage um uh, so you know, typically you go into those kind of situations rather than, let's say, a, a church planting mm-hmm. kind of scenario where you're yes. going in and starting maybe in a house. Uh, we tend to go more kind of the revitalizing aspect of, of the side of the ministry. Yes. Uh, I noticed uh, one in Wetmore, Colorado that you have, and, the, and it looks like a couple who has uh, has taken. Uh, we're, uh, we're looking to move to a very close area to, to Wetmore. And so uh, I, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to give them a call and, uh, and, and just say hi and uh, that we, that we talk to you and <laughs> yeah. uh, because uh, yeah, I, I know that uh, it, it can be a lonely existence Sometimes for uh, for some of those pastors, but uh, in in some of those communities, they do embrace uh, uh, kind of that uh, that new blood coming in uh, to their communities that way too. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know that the, the motto of village missions, and, and it's always funny because this is so grilled into everybody that anybody associated, even the people in the church, know it. Is it really boils down to preach the word and love the people. And that's yeah. really what the type of people we want is people that are willing to go in, they, they preach the word, and then they just invest their lives into people. And uh, there's no glitz or glamour or fancy programs. It's just loving people, and that's what they respond to. 
That's great. Thank you. Uh, we'll have to leave it at that this time, but we will uh, definitely have you on, and this will probably uh, air a bunch of times. Uh, and so I'm I'm looking forward to uh, to to hearing that on the on the air, and I'll send you a copy. Okay, that would be great, and I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah, Glenn, great to know you, and uh, great to uh, to meet you uh, on the phone, and uh, hopefully sometime in person. Okay, sounds good. All right, thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. All right, take care. Mm-hmm.